This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. I don't know exactly what the right thing to say is about Zion. The Pelicans, if they want to move way up in the draft, you're looking at potentially making Zion Williamson available. That would be a fascinating decision, mm. but if the Pelicans are serious about moving up, I think it must be something that they're considering. There's going to be a GM or an owner out there that says, you know what, we can fix them. We would love to have them. The ends are not justifying the means, and if I can turn this into someone else's problem, i do it. <laughs> I, I don't know that you can find the last two times that a single show has played Vanessa Carlton songs. Two of them. Never. To say we the changed least. the game, Randy. That's not a we. This is a you. That's Vanessa Richardson. <laughs> I don't even like Vanessa Carlton. No, you love her. Yeah, nobody likes Vanessa Carlton. Like- Everybody loves Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> Vanessa Williams is better than Vanessa Carlton. Vanessa Williams is in a different lane. Like She's she's of the like 890s, he said yeah. with a question mark at the end. I don't know. Vanessa Carlton's playing the piano, and I've tried so hard not to call you Vanessa Carlton throughout the day because you are. Are you the youngest Vanessa in the game? Maybe. I'm the youngest Vanessa in the world, I think. No, I'm kidding. Um, in the game, yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't Carlton's know. Carlton's older. Williams is older. Vanessa Marcel is older. Yeah. I might be the youngest Randy. They're not making new Randys. That <laughs> factory's been closed. There's not a lot of new Randys. Yeah, the Randy factory has been closed. Maybe Randy Rosarena. That's a different... He might be bringing it back. We're Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Get at her on Twitter, at Sports Vanessa. Uh, I'm Randy Scott, at Randy Scott ESPN. Conversation on the CC call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. And joining us on the CC call-in line is Andrew Lopez, our ESPN NBA reporter, at underscore Andrew underscore Lopez. And for these purposes, we're dialing in and sort of drilling down here, Andrew, on your Pelicans Connects because, uh, I don't know, Zion Williamson's had an interesting few weeks. You know, just eh, it's been eventful. That's a good, that's a good way to put it. Interesting <laughs> is a uh, interesting is a very good way to put it. It's, they've been outliers, let's hope. And, and probably the Pelicans hope that as well. But moving forward oh, yeah. now, there's. There's there's buzz, you know. There's there's more more smoke than fire to be sure, but no one seems to be waving away the smoke surrounding the idea that Zion could be on the trading block. Is there any what insight can you give us into what his status is here moving forward? So right now, well, first let's start with this and something that has you know maybe just gone down in the last hour or so. Uh, the Pelicans have parted ways. Multiple sources have, have, have told us that. Um, Pelicans are parting ways with assistant coach Teresa Witherspoon, who has kind of been uh, Zion's, you know, player development coach the last few years. So he was on, on, you know, at the facility today, kind of talked with Rick and hear that news for himself uh, firsthand before it kind of got out. That was something that they wanted to do. Um, but that doesn't kind of, surely doesn't help all the talk that is around him, especially if, you know, one of his, you know, favorite coaches on staff is no longer going to be there. I I do think that there are still some, uh, they're definitely trying to make some moves, but it does not appear right now that Z is a part of many of those conversations. I think obviously, you know, when his name comes up, obviously a needle mover, you're going to talk about it. But right now it sounds like they're trying to gather information and just get as much as they can um, to see what they're going to do next. And, you know, because of what's going on right now with with the because of you mentioned the distractions, the kind of off the court headlines, his his name has been made uh, put in in the last week and a half or so. It it, it feels like oh they're going to move him because he distracted. I, I can say this: if 
any Zion trade were to go down, I do not believe it is because of what, what has occurred in the last week or so. Um, but even saying that, I, I, at this point, I don't, I don't think that even gets to, to that point. But it is not something that is going down because of uh, what has been in the news or, or the blogs in the uh, last week or so. What have you heard as far as rumblings behind the scenes of how they're going to deal with these distractions and off-the-court things, if they are at all? Are, are they going to look at it and say, look, this is his personal life, this is what's going on with that, we're not going to mess with it, or is it all hands on deck to try to, you know, I don't know if he needs his image rehabbed, I think that's a little extreme, but what have you heard, you know, from behind the scenes from how they're dealing with it? Right now, it's kind of, you know, I think like it, it is his personal life, they understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things are kind of, you know, coming to a head at, at, at one time, uh, and it, it's not a not the best look for him, but they understand that like, that's the the outside stuff. If any of that were to start affecting what he was doing on the court, which we would see, you know, obviously this is clearly off season, but if that were to happen, then they could start, you know, all right, we need to have a meeting. We need to do this. Mm-hmm. We need to meet with this. For right now, I think it's going to be status quo. I think, the, you know, how do, how do they feel about it? Nobody's trying to, you know, bring him in. They, they look, his, his dad made some comments last week about, you know, believing what you uh, you know, not believing what you see and all this kind of stuff. And I, I think it's, for them, it's like, it's just kind of, you know, you realize you maybe you made some, some, some missteps mm-hmm. um, in how you handled some things. But, you know, team-wise, I think they're, you know, nothing, no, no real alarm bells are going off um, in, in, in any way that they need to, like, bring him in and talk with him any, mm-hmm. anytime soon. Uh, Taking a look, and I know it's not it's not a sexy topic here as we're talking to Andrew Lopez, our ESPN NBA reporter. But when you look at at some of the salary limitations that are coming in with the new CBA and the new new yep. salary structure, uh, are there any immediate moves that you feel like this team either needs to make or or will make uh, because they're facing a luxury tax? I think for the first time in, in their franchise's history. Yeah, they are one of two teams in NBA history never to pay the luxury tax. The yeah. other is the Charlotte Hornets. Um, and every time we've kind of talked to David Griffin, the Pels, uh, executive vice president of basketball operations in the last few years, he's always said when, when, when we're ready, ownership is, is willing to pay that. And I think ready still means being able to compete at a high level. And obviously this is a team who has dealt with injuries uh, the last few years. Um, Paul Zion didn't play two seasons ago, only played in 29 games his last season before he uh, you know, hurt the hamstring and then missed the final three, four, three and a half months of the year. Um, so I still think there's moves to be made around the, around the edge. I don't necessarily think it, it, it guarantees that one of the guys with that 30 plus million dollar salary by NBI, CJ gone. Um, you start looking at other movable contracts. Jonas Allen Junis uh, is about 15 million on an expiring deal. That's a, a movable contract. Um, maybe you start looking at, at, at moves like that rather than, you know, oh, I, I have to get off Zion or I have to get off Brandon Ingram all right now. If him, Zion, B.I., and C.J. McCollum can all stay healthy, do they, the Pelicans organization still view that as we can win a championship with those three guys if they're healthy? Because correct me if I'm wrong, I think they've played less than a dozen games together. They played last season. So in two, well, one and a half seasons that they've been together, uh, they have played a total the whopping ten games together. Oh my god! All yeah. of those, obviously, <laughs> all of all of those, obviously, this year, um, ten games, one hundred and seventy-two minutes. In those, in those, again, 
super, super small sample size. Mm-hmm. In those 172 minutes, they were plus 60. Uh, Brandon Ingram injured his toe at the end of November, missed two months. That month of December, Zion and CJ were able to play play off each other. They got to first in the West at one point. Um, they had a, a stretch where I think they beat Denver. Forgot another team, but it was Denver, somebody, and then Phoenix, Phoenix, and and they were kind of on. They were the talk of, of, of what they can do. This is what this group healthy can do, and I do feel like they still believe with some other moves around the fringes, like I was talking about, they can still make a jump uh, and be back in that mix if their guys are healthy, which now that has always been a very big if with this team. If they can, you know, we'll see. But they, they have seen some, again, small sample size. 172 minutes is a very small mm-hmm. sample size over the course of an NBA season. They still feel uh, that these, those three uh, can lead them in the right direction. All right, we're talking with Andrew Lopez, our ESPN NBA reporter. You can get at him on Twitter. It's at underscore Andrew underscore Lopez. Want to get you out on this just because we we didn't really, I I didn't really drill down on it when we were talking about Zion potentially being on the trading block. But the interest that the Pelicans have in moving high in this next week's draft, what can you tell us about who they might be targeting? What's driving uh, that interest for this team? You know, it's, Kind of circles around a guy uh, around Scoot Henderson, and I think what you mm-hmm. see with Scoot right there is, you know, a, a guy who has played against. You know, he's not going the traditional route. He went to play two years in the G League. Uh, has really played against grown men for two years. That they feel like he is. You know, I think many many people feel like if, if this was any other draft, he's probably the number one pick. Uh, there's just a you know a seven foot five Frenchman in his way this year. Uh, and if maybe anybody outside of number two was Charlotte with uh, a very ball dominant guard and the middle ball was there, maybe he's even, you know, the end question too, as he was for most of the year uh, right now, he could still go to, he could obviously there's some, you know, Brandon Miller talk right there, but they are, are, I think very, very high on him. And if they could find a situation where they could partner him with the core that they have and maybe give up picks, you remember this team still has the a Lakers deferment pick, they can pick either the 24 or the 25 pick. They have uh, a couple of uh, Milwaukee picks down the road. They have all of their picks. So they have some tools that could move around if, say, they wanted to just kind of empty the picks chest to try to get into some, some conversation. So if that was the route they wanted to take, I think that would be why they would do that. All right, Andrew Lopez, appreciate it, man. He's our ESPN NBA reporter taking some time with us talking all things Zion. Well, not not all things, but things that are safe for radio mm-hmm. with Zion. Appreciate Thank you, Andrew. You. There we Thanks. go. Thank you, guys. Thanks, man. We're not going to lead Andrew astray. We're not going to. This is not a gotcha situation. Is KT and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance flexes to fit your business's needs, from quick repairs to adjustable coverages uh, and even payment options. Progressive Commercial makes it easy to get what you need. Quote today in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. If you're Bradley Beal, you don't want to walk into a roster that probably would look like the current team you're on right now. I believe Miami is going to add a huge piece. Could it be Bradley Beal? Then I think they become on the short list of favorites to win the championship. If Bradley Beal gets traded between now and next Thursday, I think people are going to be very surprised at the price Mm. and how potentially low it's going to be. I don't know what. Is this Vanessa Williams? Is it really? I mean, this is not, it's not not a bop. It doesn't not knock, right? 
The one who I knocks? I can after this. Well, I don't know what that dance is Vanessa's doing, but it's very contained. It's hey, like, this is my white man overbite. It's like, <laughs> it's like Hitch. It's like, see this area right here? This is where you live. This is the yeah, air horns added for effect. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. She is Vanessa Richardson. I am Randy Scott. Uh, we're just dialing through, you know, musical Vanessas throughout the program. Let's get to the best landing spots. We talked about Zion. That's a situation that has to unravel, resolve itself, probably most likely uh, through a trade over the next week if it does happen at all. But there are other, you know, more concrete free agents here, Shannon. You've, you're going to give us names. They may not be free agents yet. Like we know Fred Van Vliet's officially a free agent as of like an hour ago, right. decided to opt out. But there are names that are rumored to be on the move. You're going to give us a name. We give you the best landing spot. Yeah, correct. Not necessarily free agents, but names that have been talked about here. The first name will start, as you heard there in the rejoin, Bradley Bill. So, Vanessa, I'm actually going to start with you. Bradley Bill, what do you see as the best landing spot for Brad Bill? I think it all depends on if Harden leaves. And if Harden leaves Philly, I think Bradley Bill could end up in Philly. You're gonna, he's going to stay in division? Like, he's going to stay in the Eastern Conference? He's I, I mean, stay... I, 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 I think a lot of it depends on what James Harden does. Yeah. Okay, I think, okay, I'm, I'm willing to bet Harden's going to be on this list. Um, I think Bradley Beal goes to Miami. I think Beal goes uh, down to South Beach. Uh, Brian Windhurst, I'm, I'm cheating on this because Wendy has, go ahead and he sort of greased the skids on this, dropped some, some nuggets. You know, he knows something, and he says he anticipates the Heat to drastically alter their roster, make a significant change to their roster, and that was in response to a question about Bradley Beal. So I'm going to go ahead and say Miami. They could use another shooter, right? Yeah, yeah. It takes some the scoring that, load. I think that would. I think that'd be. I think Miami would be a great fit for him. Yeah, be, they, they got what uh, four first round picks that they can uh-huh. trade. There's Tyler Hero out there, one yep. of their guys. So Kyle Lowry. I mean, if you if you bring in Beal and you lose Kyle Lowry and, and let's say Victor Oladipo, like that feels like a net neutral, maybe, maybe even a net positive. Give slightly. Jimmy Butler some help. Yeah, a little all bit. All right, the next play on the list, Randy, I'll start with you on this one. Dame Lillard. What's the best landing spot for Dame Lillard? The New York Knicks. Seeing him, yeah, don't give me a stink face. Yeah, I don't know how it works monetarily. They're already $41 million over the cap, so you're going to add a guy who, you know, no cap is at 48, 49. That's, that's God's honest truth. Like, Shannon's face. Yeah, his face so stinky. That's a stinky. That's a, that's a that's a nobody changes the game stink face. So, so I'm going to go ahead and say the New York Knicks. Back backcourt with Jalen Brunson. Hey, those games are in the 140s every night because nobody's playing defense. I hate to be boring, and I'm showing you this so you know. I actually have the Knicks written down as well. Not just for the reasons you said, but I also kind of would like to see Dame in a big market. I think it'd be cool to see him hmm. in New York. I think he'd do really well in New York, and he dropped 71 when we Houston played him last year, so um, I think it'd be interesting to see him in a Knicks uniform as well. Ooh, that hurt my heart there. Alright, I'll move on here. Vanessa, James Harden, best landing spot for James Harden. You mentioned him earlier mm. in the Brad Beal conversation. What's the best landing spot for James Harden? Do it. I mean, the Rocket. I know what a lot of Rockets fans want me to say. I think he goes to Houston or he stays in Philly. In all honesty, if he, it depends on what he wants. If he wants to win, you know, a championship in the near future, I think obviously the the you know with Nick Nurse and Joel Embiid and you know reigning MVP, I think. Philly is the best option for him if he wants that. But if he wants to, you know, come quote unquote home, I know his mom's here. I know he has a lot of people here. So I think it's Houston or Philly. It is Houston or Philly. Monetarily, that's the it's just his last chance to get a big contract, like mm-hmm. a massive contract. I think it's Houston as well. I know it's boring, but I'm just looking at the dollars and cents of this. And a lot of times you have to 
You have to follow the money. Uh, Houston is one of only one, two, three, four teams with salary cap space at all, and they have nearly fifty million dollars of salary cap space right now. They have the monopoly money to get out there and do it and make a move like this with eleven players signed as well. I don't. I don't think it's a good move necessarily. I don't think it's a move that's going to put them into the into a deep playoff run. But they have the money, so I, I say Houston. All right, Randy. What about Jalen Brown? Best landing spot for Jalen Brown? Does he stay put in Boston? Does he go elsewhere? What say you? The best landing spots to stay put in Boston. And I think if you're talking about a franchise that's willing to overlook coaching miscues and recommit to Joe Missoula, then you can overlook eight turnovers in Game Seven and a seemingly inability. You know, a deteriorating ability or lack thereof to dribble a basketball in key spots. I mean, Miami, the last two postseasons, has just blitzed him, Vanessa, and relieved him of that right to possess the basketball in key spots. But I think the best spot is Boston. The funnest spot is Atlanta. I think the Hawks is where he's from, and the Hawks move on from John Collins. I don't know what that does salary cap-wise, but maybe that frees up enough money. Because this is a guy, because of his All NBA designation, second team, but still, he's now eligible for a five-year, like two hundred and fifty something, sixty million dollar contract, something crazy. I think it, it depends on like what he's looking for, but I think staying in Philly is or staying in Boston, excuse me, is probably the best option for him. There were some rumors of him possibly being with Houston at some point. I would be intrigued by that. I think the young guys would be able to learn a lot from him, and I think that'd be fascinating. Houston. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. The last name on this list, Vanessa, Kyrie Irving. What's the best landing spot for Kyrie? Best landing spot. Would it be, is is it too obvious to say Lakers? (laughs) Is it too too (laughs) obvious to say the LA Lakers? That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, is it the LeBron effect? Like, is it just running, you know, getting the band back together? No question that it's the LeBron effect. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna get chaotic with it because I like practically it is. You want to get nuts? Okay, want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies. They've proven. Yeah. No. Don't. Hey. Here's why. Let's say the suspension is like set an example for John. Mm, Moran. Let's say Morant's like on the, the season. Yeah. And so it's not a long term deal, but it's a lucrative deal because they've got maybe they get a little salary exemption too. Like maybe the Grizzlies won't. You know, uh, uh, back Morant on an appeal, or they'll dissuade him from an appeal, or a long drawn out process. They'll encourage him to accept. Like, let's get conspiracy theory. Let's say the suspension is the most, if not all, of the season. And in order to make wow. that amenable to the team, they get a salary cap exemption uh, of fifty million dollars. You can bring in Kyrie, or even forty. You bring in Kyrie. Kyrie can go ahead and play for you fill in the loose cannon role that's being vacated by Dylan Brooks. Like, you're checking a couple boxes here. A ball handler, a scorer, and a wild card. Like Charlie Day on It's Always Sunny, which is another (laughs) show that Vanessa should watch. I need to watch that. Haven't seen it. All right, the Lakers are practically the right choice, right? He goes ring chasing. He's playing with a guy in LeBron who's seemingly the only person who can kind of keep him in pocket. Like... And he's in L.A. That makes a ton of sense. What but, about what about Phoenix? Could that could that be an option? He and KD back mm-hmm. together, especially if they move on from from uh, Chris Paul plus DeAndre Aiden. They move on from him. That frees up some money there in Phoenix. How would Kyrie feel about Frank Vogel? I don't know how that would, relationship would be. Players coach, right? I don't. I yeah. mean, he's proven. I mean, Kevin Durant loves playing with him. Can't deny that. No matter how we feel about Kyrie, dudes love playing with this guy. That's true. That's they facts. Do. They do. So, yeah, maybe. I mean, that could work. But, I, I mean, and Matt Ishby is the kind of owner to make a splash, right, Vanessa? Like, that could 
That, yeah, okay. We right, saw Shannon. the second he bought the team, he started making moves. So he's definitely not afraid to have a flair for the dramatics. He makes money moves. Speaking of the Suns, what team is the biggest threat to a potential Nuggets dynastic run? Shannon breaking out the SAT words. Vanessa Richardson, Randy Scott. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors... You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. No team in NBA history's waited longer. After 47 years, the Denver Nuggets are finally NBA champions. Congratulations. You are the 2023 NBA champions. All the sacrifice, all the dedication, all culminated with us winning a championship. But I got news for everybody out there. We're not satisfied with one. We want more. We want more. Love a little cartel. Love a little throwback to some aughts emo. No big deal. Vanessa Richardson, Randy Scott, in for the guys is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80. 
We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can join the conversation on the CC call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. How many, I mean, you, you've been in, in Houston uh, for, for years now, Vanessa, and, and I, I'm sure you were there for the Astros World Series run. Uh, how many title parades have you have you either covered or been to or been a part of? Yeah, so when they won in 2017, I was not here. Um, but they obviously won this past year. So I've covered a good amount of success with the Astros. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rockets and the Texans have not had that level of success. But um, yeah, no, the Astros definitely. I mean, golden years I've gotten to cover, which has been really cool. It's been there. There to cover them is one thing. I covered the Bruins Stanley Cup parade mm. in twenty eleven. Oh, well, and you just had people like I think you know the longer the wait, and that's sort of the comp here with the Denver Nuggets who have never had a title. I mean, this is their first title in franchise history. But the longer the wait, the farther people are willing to travel in from. And the oh, Bruins, yeah, that Denver parade is packed today. Packed, packed. I, I can't wait to see the the final you know numbers. I think the Bruins parade back in. In 2011, might have been I want to say like 800,000 people, 1.2 million, like somewhere. I know it's a big range, but there were people flying in from all over the country, and it was it was fascinating to me to see the generational pull, you know, uh, because people who had lived through that long wait and were old enough to have their own kids were like, I don't know when the next one is, so mm-hmm. I, I want to share this with my child. I want them, you know, to be able to see it. And it all comes back to what Denver did today, and I think you also find now that players are. Uh, more willing to let loose at parades, even a stoic Nikola Jokic who couldn't couldn't put his hands on the MVP trophy. Vanessa, they asked him, he said, "Hey, where's the MVP trophy?" He said, oh, "I don't know. I left it in the equipment room. I assume the equipment manager has it." Like he's just he's don't just... you hate when you lose the MVP trophy? <laughs> it's always the worst part of my day. Manny Ramirez, I think, back for the Red Sox, used to like forget to sign his paychecks, and so he'd have like nine hundred thousand dollar checks on his dashboard in his yeah. car and he would yeah, give somebody happens. a ride home and they'd be like, Manny, you got to cash this man. Like this was like pre direct deposit, obviously. And he was like, Oh yeah, I'll get, you know, I'll get around to it. It's not quite the same as an MVP trophy. But when you talk about guys who you wouldn't expect to fully cut loose and celebrate Nikola Jokic proved us wrong. Here is the dad bod God at the parade <laughs> today. You know that I, I told that, uh, I don't want to stay on parade, but I f-ing want to stay on parade. This is the bad guy. A few well placed f bombs, you know, it's going to endear yourself to a massive crowd. Let's be let's be real. I love it. We ask athletes, coaches, as media members, we always say we want them to be real. We always say we want them to be authentic. We all, so you know what? What'd you call him? The dad bod guy. Yeah. The fact that he let loose. The fact that he went from. You know, acted. I don't want to say he acted like he didn't want to be there, but you know, you saw all the shots from the champagne celebration. It, it didn't look like his cup of tea, which is fine. Mm-hmm. The fact that he, you know, knocked back some brewskis. The fact that Michael Malone, Mike, Mikey, Fr- I mean, they're all. The fact that they're having fun, I love it. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, you know, it's interesting to see Michael Malone today. I I didn't have him as the breakout star of the parade, and maybe Aaron Gordon will rival him. Aaron Gordon was more visual than audio, but the stuff with Michael Malone was fantastic. So this is what we're going to hear next. Is this is Vic Lombardi, who's Altitude TV. He's a reporter. Do you ever cross paths with Vic? By the way, in um, your Rocket no. Studios. Okay. I, I don't think I. Uh, well, yeah, Altitude TV. Yeah, because they do the Nuggets. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've met him. Okay. Okay. Katie so is their sideline, and yeah, Katie team. Winch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, she's a. Um, 
She's a Northwestern grad. I remember when Katie came here, fresh out of college, sort of got a tour. We, you know, was like, "Hey, fellow Wildcat, blah blah, blah high five, whatever." And then she's a star. Like you guys are all, yeah, she's fantastic. Well, yeah, and I would put you in that group as well. Like just this massive trajectory and steep, steep climb um, in your Aww. in your young careers. I don't know, Vic. I can only assume the same thing. But Vic is out here, and he listen to how he introduces Nuggets head coach Michael Malo. He came into this world as the son of a coach, but. Man, what? Oh man, I had not heard that. Oh, that's getting its way back to LeBron with a quickness. With the a Lakers, quickness. Daddy, yeah, Daddy Mike. Hmm. Uh that's fascinating. Listen, they swept. They swept the Lakers. Don't they? Don't get it twisted. Like you got to win a game, or else I guess it's. It's Daddy Mike, but uh, Michael. Well, no, you know what? No. After, okay, listen to this, and you tell me if this this sounds like a man who okay. insists on being called Michael, okay. or is it Mikey Fresh? Here's Michael Malone. Is Brucey B going anywhere? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Hey, we run this back. We run this back. He's, oh, he is toasted, and yeah. I love it. And that is not a Michael. That is Mikey Fresh. That is Mike Malone. I haven't seen you in 30 years the last time you were in this joint. Yeah, that is serious dad energy of like, Mike Malone, how the hell are you? You know? Yeah. Like that's, and a, and a handshake that lingers a little long and then pulls you in, you know? Yes. Like uncomfortable, like just like almost nose to nose. Like we're just twenty five year get, high school reunion vibes. What personal space? You know, yeah. what personal boundaries? We're just like we're right here. And, I love and it. Now, when you hear and you think about Michael Malone and you think about the Denver Nuggets, I want I want you to keep in mind the one team that could ruin their dynastic mm. run. Okay, think about that for a minute. Think about that. We're going to do that, and we're also going to talk about one of the most painful things in the world, and that is a kidney stone. And wait until you hear about the world's largest kidney stone that was removed successfully from one person in oh. Sri Lanka. And the new way that we are measuring the weight of medical oddities, Vanessa Richardson. Keep all this in mind. If you're, you're staying put, stay in your driveway, stay in, stay in the grocery store parking lot. Do not turn off your radio. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. How did it come? FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. 
Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. She is Vanessa Richardson. I'm Randy Scott, in for the guys. Uh, I wanted to remind everybody that the last time I gave out a parlay on this show, it cashed. We had to, it's been a while. Oh. It's, it's been a full week since I've humble been back. Humble brag. Yeah. Not even a humble brag. It's just a straight up, like, I'm informing, it's not even a brag, I'm just informing the people. But I'm one for seven? One for six? How many parlays have I given out? We'll give you the benefit of the doubt and say one for six. All right. One for six. But it was like a ten to one parlay, so we got another ten to one. This is all baseball. Is this game changing parlay? This one might be. If you want to put down like a couple shekels on this, like, you know, 10, 10 bucks pays out $101. So it's about a 10 to 1, all right? We're going Rockies Braves over 9.5. I'm a Braves fan. Can't tell you who's pitching tonight. All right. Those guys tend to get rocked a little bit. We're coming off of a doubleheader with the Tigers where they overcashed on both, both games. So over 9.5. Shohei Otani to record 17.5 or more outs. So we're saying six innings. Six times three, 18. We say he goes six. Maybe he doesn't win, maybe whatever, but he goes six innings against the Rangers. The White Sox, Dylan Cease is pitching. Cannot tell you who's pitching for the Dodgers. Don't recognize it. I think Cease and the White Sox could win outright, but I'm going to go on the run line, so plus one and a half. So so let's say they just lose a one-run game, you still win. Juan Soto and Michael Harris Jr., or rather Michael Harris II of the Braves, he's been absolutely torching of late. Soto's starting to turn it on. All those guys have to do is reach base once. You're doing total bases, and it's a half, and you're going over. So if all that happens, it's plus nine twelve. Ten dollars plays one hundred and one bucks. Let's go. And for those who are wondering, the players that he didn't know, it's AJ Smith Shaver, the twenty year old phenom for Atlanta. Okay, and then Michael Grove for for the Dodgers pitching. Phenom might be on a pitch count. It could be a bullpen game. Okay, you know, bullpen might be it'd be taxed coming off the doubleheader with the. With the uh, with the Tigers, who's the who's the pitcher for uh, for uh, the Dodgers? Michael Grove. Michael Grove, another young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Mikey, absolutely. Old Mikey group of trees. Yeah, we'll see. We'll Mikey see how that fresh. goes. Yeah. All right. So that's the play of the night. It's time for three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is. Three and out. All right, what do we got here, Shannon? We got the kidney stone story. Oh yeah. All right, so I, got, I, I didn't want to put anything extra in here. Okay. I want to have enough time yeah. for you to describe what's going on with this situation. Oh god. <laughs> okay, so so bad. There's a patient in Sri Lanka. Kidney stone symptoms are awful, right? Like they're they're truly terrible. Um. And he, or I'm assuming he, because a woman would have taken care of this far before it became this problem. So probably some stubborn, stu- stubborn guy finally goes, gets his pain looked at. It's a kidney stone, the world's largest. It's the size of a grapefruit. It's as long as a banana. And then it's being described as being as heavy as four hamsters. As what? As four hamsters. <laughs> and. How- <laughs> so when did we start measuring things by hamster weight first of all when did we agree that hamsters were a unit of measurement and can we 
can we identify a better animal, rodent or otherwise, you know, rodentia or otherwise, rodent in fields otherwise, can we find another animal that's a better unit of measurement than well, I don't even could do you even know how I don't even know how much I wouldn't even be able to guess three pounds 10 pounds how much does a hamster typically weigh that's a great question I'm gonna look that up right now and am um, I thinking of a hamster or a gerbil like are because one's bigger right all right how much does a hamster cost what about chipmunks a hamster weighs between half an ounce and ten and a half ounces that's what not helpful that to pound? yeah no, that's, that's not helpful no. That's not helpful. Grams? I don't want grams. I don't know what, yeah. Ounces. 6.2 ounces. An adult Syrian hamster. And I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's, I'm learning a lot. Different, Me hold too. on. Hold on. Difference between hamster and gerbil. That's an autofill now. My Google search. I'm, I'm glad I'm doing this yeah. on a work computer. People are going to have questions. And, and which one's right for me is the first prompt. I would say none. I don't think anybody needs to own them. Mm-mm. I don't. Size matters when differentiating between gerbils well. and hamsters, says StanleyForage.com. <laughs> hamsters are known for short, stubby tails, noses, and legs. Gerbils have longer noses, tails, and hind legs. So it depends on what, depends on disgusting. what you're looking for. I, are you a are you a hamster? Like okay. no, I hate rodents. All rodents. Vanet- Squirrel are squirrels a rodent? Squirrels are not. They yeah maybe. Okay, Vanessa, I don't I don't proclaim to know uh, your. Um, uh, <laughs> marital status marital status so let's say though let's say you're out you're on these apps and yeah. some guy hits you up and like you tinder? It, and it's going well <laughs> yeah like that's like a nice tinder steak and and it's going well and 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 you identify oh no he's a hamster guy like he has a terrarium. it's over it's over over it's over yeah i don't like mice rat hamster i don't like any rodents snakes okay would you hamster guy or snake guy um, I don't know. Is it too is it too bad to want just want to to marry a guy that likes dogs? No, no, no. In this scenario, you don't have that. Ch- I'm so sorry. You don't have that choice. I'm I'm, I'm okay. trying to figure out. So maybe this is why I'm single. Are there a lot of <laughs> snakes snake guys out there? Am I, I missing something? I think there are too many snake guys out there because I hate snakes. Yeah. No, but, you don't need to own a snake or a gerbil or a rat. Like, be normal and have a dog. I think I think you probably can't own both. I'd be willing to bet you can't own a snake and a gerbil because one of those things is going missing and it's not the snake. All right, what's right. the next? What's the next thing in three and out? Was that the only thing in three and out? It's I'm, be- I'm totally fascinated by this. The size of passing a kidney stone that large. I like, I, I I can't I can't even imagine. I I saw the picture because you brought it up. Yeah, I looked at it. There's no way. I'm sorry. It looks like a planet. Like the way like it's so round. You know, it probably felt like one too, but. Um, I don't think bulbous. This, was, I, <laughs> this looked like Ugh. a gourd. It looked like a gourd, like a butter squash, right? Like a butternut squash. Um, I don't know that this was passed. I think this was surgically removed. Yeah, surgic. That's what I was just about to say. I don't think it was passed. Oh, not your all. Yeah, and I think he'd have some medical help. And I think any woman who's had children is probably like, and is probably just like, okay. Oh, he didn't yeah. pass it. Wimp. You know. Oh, mm-hmm. he needed anesthesia. Wimp. So yeah, I, had he passed I it, it, it would have been game changing. Right? Had he passed it, we'd be speaking of him in the past tense. He'd be in the arms of an angel, yeah. man, Sarah McLaughlin style. R.I.P. I'm glad we ended on this note, Vanessa. Me it was too. really great to work with you. Nice to meet you. Got met, got to work with one of my social media buds, Vanessa Richardson, Randy Scott. Up next, it's Joe and Amber on ESPN <laughs> Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from three to seven Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.